catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Thursday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. News about anti-Semitism are appearing in headlines across the country in recent time. A report from the Anti-Defamation League in September states that anti-Semitism has actually been on the rise in Florida, with a 50% increase in incidents between 2020 and 2021. I myself reported anti-Semitic hate mail appearing at doorsteps of houses in Gainesville, the same messages that appeared at other homes in Los Angeles. At the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville Saturday, another anti-Semitic message was displayed on the TIAA Bankfield Stadium with a laser projector. At that same game, one man encountered Holocaust deniers and heard more anti-Semitic speech. But for him, it was personal. WUFT's Elliot Trito learned that some of his family spent time in Nazi death camps, and he shares a little bit more about the impact of this incident. So yeah, so this was a pretty big story that um, I was able to pretty much break. There's a gentleman by the name of uh, Mark uh, Blayweiss and his wife Jennifer and his sister-in-law were attending the uh, the football game on Saturday between the Florida Gators and the Georgia Bulldogs. And um, towards the end of the game, uh, they exited the TIA Bank Field in Jacksonville where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. As they're making their way um, out to the parking lot, they hear shouting from a sea of people. And it wasn't something that was about the game at all. It was something very, very, very anti-Semitic. Um, it took him, it took a mark for him to realize what was going on, what he was saying. And he found a group of men, young middle-aged men yelling anti-Semitic remarks and just a warning, this might be something triggering to some people out there. But when I talked to Mark, he said that one person was saying like the Holocaust was was fake. And another person said that uh, Jewish pedophiles were running the government. And this really affected him because his father and other relatives have been in concentration camps back during the Holocaust and have either died or survived it. You know, his father survived Nazi death camps. And unfortunately, his uncle and grandmother died in them and he never met them ever in his life. Him and his wife confronted him saying, you're saying that my family who died and lived during the Holocaust was fake? How dare you? Wow. So Marcus had family die and survive in Nazi concentration camps. That is correct. I should also mention he's a University of Florida professor and he's also a heart surgeon at the University of Florida as well. And what did you learn about his family's history? His father was in the Lodge ghetto in Poland from 1939 to 1944 and was transferred to Auschwitz. His father also survived the death march and was liberated by the British in World War II from the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp. But one thing that Mark said to me, his father died a few years ago, but he said, I'm reminded of what my father said to me, which is history is repeating itself. And I got a firsthand experience of that. Obviously not of like the Holocaust concentration camps, but anti-Semitism. And with him telling you that, and with this being such a heavy subject, especially after learning Mark's personal connection with the Holocaust, was it hard for you to just sit there and listen to him? You know, it's hard because I'm 23 years old. And so once I read stuff about the Holocaust, it's kind of a thing where it's so long ago that you forget it's real and because you never lived it. 
And so talking to someone who has family members that either lived it or died from it really was bone chilling, was very eerie. And I too also have a little bit of history with that. I have relatives that they were forced to fight in the German army that the Nazis took over. So this one hurt. This one really hurt. Yeah. And hey, in regards to the anti-Semitic message displayed on the TIAA bank field at the Florida-Georgia game, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office issued a statement on that, right? What did they say? It was basically them saying they were aware of the incident. No crimes were committed, they also said. The comments displayed do not include any type of threat and are protected by the First Amendment. That was Elliot Trito talking about the impact of anti-Semitic messages on a man who has had family die in Nazi death camps. For the full story on this man and more about the incident in Jacksonville, visit our website at wuft.org. Now here's today's top headlines. A local waterway cleanup organization is set to reach 1 million pounds of collected trash. Current Problems, an Alachua County-based group, has picked up more than 986,000 debris like crushed Pepsi cans and rusted tire wheels buried in soggy mulch since starting in 1993. Now, they are set to reach the million-pound milestone as early as this month. By conducting these cleanups across multiple counties, Current Problems targets trash that otherwise contaminates drinking water and the Atlantic Ocean. The Marion County School Board unanimously okays an agreement with the Marion Education Association. The Ocala Gazette is reporting that the new contract discussed at a school board meeting on October 25th, which still needs to be ratified by association members, includes raises and other improvements for instructional staff. However, the focus was on the shared relief that an agreement had been reached early and without too much stress. Negotiations between two sides have been difficult and tense in recent years and officials on both sides said having an agreement this early in the school year is a promising step. Florida's GOP is taking an early lead in traditionally blue Miami-Dade County. Fresh Take Florida reports that the number of registered Republicans voting in Miami-Dade County surpassed Democrats on Wednesday, one day after President Joe Biden visited the area on a campaign swing. The most populous county in Florida, with more than 1.5 million registered voters, has been a Democratic stronghold along the state's Gold Coast. If it stays red till Election Day, that's this coming Tuesday, Governor Ron DeSantis, who is on the ballot for Florida's gubernatorial election, could become the first Republican governor to win in Miami-Dade since Jeb Bush in 2002. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.